welcome. Welcome to Gals in the Pit Wall. I'm Jasmine. I'm Catherine. And here we are. Here we go. Back to several attempts to get correct. This was intro number three. We're really struggling. I think we're a bit scrambled after oh, this break. Oh my God, head's fried. Just when you thought it couldn't get more exciting than last weekend, this weekend arrived. Yeah. And it really... Joe, you know if you weren't a Ferrari fan, it probably wasn't that exciting. No. But... Uh, if you are a Ferrari fan. Pride to Fossi, um, it was horrendously anxiety-inducing. Yes, it was a lot today. But we will we'll work through it in an orderly fashion, as we usually do, before it falls to pieces. Yes, we will try our best. FP1. FP1. Not much to really talk about. No. Other than, oh my God, I really don't want to butcher his name. Butcher his name? Drogovic. Oh, Felipe Drogovic. Yeah, that's yeah, how you yeah. say it. It's a lot of letters, okay? Yeah, no, it is. And that's quite hard. Name. It's a lot of name. He drove in FP1 for Lance. Yes. In the Aston Martin. And we'll talk about this later on, but it will. It did hinder Lance a bit, unfortunately, Definitely this weekend. Did. He had a bit of a stinker. And then the other thing was that both Alfa Romeos were described by Joe and Valtteri as undrivable. Yeah. That was the report in FP1. Yeah, so it wasn't looking good for either of them. No, but Joe, it all worked out sort of, kind of. It improved. Yeah. And then FP2 was a bit more chaotic. So bear in mind, Stroll's lost it in FP1. Yeah, this is basically his FP1. Right at the start of FP2, Stroll's car breaks down. Yeah. He loses power um, at the Scari chicane mm-hmm. and has to pull over to the side. And that is the end of FP2 for yeah. Lance. There was no comeback there. Lost a second practice. Totally went. And then Checo had a wee crash in the Parabolica. He did. And that was a red flag. Yes. But, you know, just usual scenes from Checo, right? Yeah, yeah. Because why would you drive your super fast car super fast and not crash? Yeah, no, just, <laughs> he just likes to keep it spicy, you yeah. know? Yeah. Shake it up. A week by week thing. Keeping us on our toes. Mm -hmm. How is he going to mess up this time? (laughs) And then FB3 really was pretty unthrilling. Except for... Carlos and Oscar. Yeah. Had a wee moment. As seems to be a common theme at the moment. They're really... They have a little bit of a rivalry going on at the moment. Wait till Netflix gets a hold of this. Oh, for sure. Drive to Survive is going to be on the case. The Oscar-Carlos beef. But really the highlight of that was um, Oscar on the radio going... Mate, is Carlos blind or what? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, and yeah. his wee Australian accent too, it was Bless good. Him. <laughs> and the only thing I had written down other than that was that Albon was pretty mighty. Yeah, Albon had great... Another mighty weekend from mm-hmm. him. And the Ferrari's timings were... Promising. Yeah, and it was my favourite birthday this it weekend. It was, Virgo season, baby. Yeah, so Carlos turned 29. Happy birthday, Carlos. Happy birthday, um, and he had a great weekend for it. Do you know what else? It was the birthday of this week. The release of Smooth Operator. <gasps> no way. 39 years ago, that's I believe. That's like fate. Yeah. That's actually When fate. I saw that, I was like, oh, hang on. That's so funny. <laughs> so a little fact for you there. Perfect. A little factoid. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> and then qualifying, we're back to this set tyre format oh, yeah, yeah. again. So it's hard tyres for... Q1. Q1. Mediums for, for Q2. Q2 and softs for Q3. Yeah. In order to have less sets of tyres in a race weekend, basically. Which I think is a good thing. Yeah. And it works well. It's fine. Yeah. It, I can't say it's, there's anything controversial about it, really. No, it's, it's a bit fun that they're all on the same tyre as well. It like. makes it a little bit closer, I guess. Yeah. So at Q1, we had Esteban in the gravel right at the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, floor damage. And it was looking like that <sighs> was going to be him out. But he managed to make it back in. Yeah. But because of that floor damage, he was out in Q1. Yeah, yeah. At least they got a time set. It was pretty poor. Mm-hmm. A few laps deleted as well. 
True, yeah, there was quite a lot of laps deleted, actually, weren't there? Max, Oscar, Joe, Gasly. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Gasly also missed out on getting out of Q1. Yeah, so yeah. the Alpinuses, were shocker. Yeah, shocker they were poor this weekend. Not good. And also, we lost K-Mag and Joe <gasps> and Stroll. And Heartbreak. Stroll, bless him, it's not been his weekend. It's it not really not. been his season. It started off kind of good, and then it tanked. Yeah. And I have a small possible prediction that we might see Lance leave F1. I think so. I don't think his... He doesn't seem like his heart is in it anymore. No. Even that clip this weekend of them coming out of the driver's meeting mm-hmm. and everyone's, you know, walking together, chatting away and Lance is at the back by himself leaving and he just looks so... I mean, he could have just been having a quiet moment. Yeah. But it... He did look sad. He looked quite sad, bless him. And he's just... It's been a poor season. And when you've it seen has. what Fernando's got out of that car, obviously Fernando's way more experienced. Fernando's yeah. a world driver's champion. like. But the difference in them is immense yeah and it shouldn't be like that yeah for sure so i don't know how much more lance lot will have unfortunately which is a shame but if he's not happy with it anymore he's not happy he's leaving camelot oh no what are we gonna do without him who's the next seat at the round table shit yeah oh who would who would weasel their way in felipe i think yeah, probably. I think he's probably the best bit. He was pretty... We know he can drive the car. He had a solid FP1. He did, He yeah. did well. He probably possibly did better than Lance might have done. Yeah. Bless him. Although we'll never know. Nope, we won't. That's what it is. But yeah, and then Q2, things started to get real exciting. Oh yeah, they were heating up in Q2. Ferrari were really zooming. Fast, fast. Dominant on the straights yep. over Red Bull. Red Bull faster in your corners, though. Yeah. I think Red Bull were having a little bit of a stress, though, because I don't think anyone anticipated the straight line speed that Ferrari had. This has been the most competitive the Ferraris look this season. Yeah. I think this... I mean, hopefully they'll have another stab at beating the Red Bulls, but I think this might have been their their best opportunity this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And they put, they put in a strong fight. It, they did. It wasn't easy. But then, as it was all going well, what happens? Ferrari start getting investigated for going too slow on their slow laps. So maybe we should talk about this, because this is mm-hmm. a rule that's um, Monza-specific. Yeah. So between certain points in the track, you have to be going a certain speed. It was 1 minute 40, your yeah. lap had to be tops mm-hmm. um, for going round on your... A cool down lap mm-hmm. and the drivers were not doing that but so. clearly whoever was you know with the stewards that day and was overlooking that decided that it's fine which i'm very grateful for yeah. as a ferrari fan. Clearly, i think there's a bit of like oh we're just gonna turn a blind eye this time yeah um which i mean we've seen that happen with red bull consistently exactly. throughout so the actually, season so ferrari deserved this yeah they were allowed that free pass this yep, weekend. I think so. Um, I'm not surprised because I think there were, yeah. we There was reports of them being eight seconds too slow. Yeah. So Which obviously would not have been ideal for every weekend. But. They investigated it and apparently it was all good. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, whatever. Yeah. It all worked out. Mm-hmm. And Williams, they were looking good. Oh, the Williams, this track suits their car. Logie Sarge made it to Q2. Uh, I was like, good. I know. Glad. I was very excited for him. He is starting to do better now. He's getting there. I think he's like finding his foot in with the car a lot more, which is nice. I guess it depends if Williams think he's doing enough That's to, true. to stay now, because we are getting later on into the season. The amount of damage costs that he's provided the team yeah. with, like, it's a bit astronomical, so I don't know if they'll keep him around because it might not be the smartest move financially. And he is costing them points, because you see, what was it, Albon on now for Williams? 23 points or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. And Logan's on none. Yeah. 
if you got he's someone, holding them back. Yeah, if you got someone who is extracting as much as Albon, you'd be so much better off. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Logan's not doing that for you. So do you think he's going to the next season when he's a bit more accustomed to the car, going to start? He's mm. never going to be Albon level this no. quick. No, But will he start to match the pace a bit? And he... This last couple of weekends were looking promising. Yeah, like he's been getting there. I think he just like maybe because it's also new being in the F one environment and maybe like it's just like a mental block. But I think every race now left of this season is gonna be very crucial. Oh, it for all him. counts. All counts. He was his radio message when he got knocked out in Q two. He was he was distraught. Gutted, yeah, he was. Uh, he I was felt really, really bad for him. So Bless. fingers crossed for him that it's uh, yeah. We're hoping for the best for Logie Sarge. And Yuki was doing well as well. I love that man. Yeah, he's just so cute. It was a promising time for oh Yuki Sonoda. Oh my god, Sonoda. it really looked like he was away for a blinder this weekend. He really did. Yeah. I mean, we'll get on to what happened, but... And then Q3. I looked at my heart rate on my Fitbit yep. during Q3. My resting heart rate, you know, fun fact for everyone, is about 60 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. It was up at 100. <laughs> I was really struggling. Yeah. I did a lot of screaming. You might have seen it on the podcast Instagram or on my TikTok. Yeah, we put our live reactions up there. A lot of shouting going on. Oh yeah. So we get to the end of Q3. Charles crossed the line. Charles on provisional pole. Yes. Here comes Max Verstappen. We're yeah. like, oh God, he crosses the line. And a soul-destroying takes move takes pole. A mere second later, Carlos comes across and takes pole. I've actually hurt my throat because I screamed yeah, so much. I'm still feeling it in my, <laughs> yeah. my vocal cords at the moment. If we sound a bit croaky this week, it is because we've been screaming the whole weekend. I've noticed that uh, Alice, my flatmate, leaves the flat when I'm watching qualifying because I must be that <laughs> irritating because I'm so loud. And it's probably a good thing she wasn't there um, yesterday. Yeah. Because it was pretty ferocious, I'd say. For sure. But it was just like, it was such a serotonin boost to see because we've been like, come on, guys, like, get it this whole season. And then for Carlos to get his pole, I was like, yeah. We needed that. And Carlos as well, particularly chuffed for it being him because he's driven so consistently and so well this yeah, whole season. 100%. So he deserved that, like, he did. that success. For sure. And it's his fourth career poll, I mm-hmm. believe. And the first one since Austin 2022? Yeah. Something like that. I think that's what it is. Someone check I mean, my facts. You all know I'm biased because he's my favourite anyway, but <laughs> I just think that that was the most incredible drive I've seen the whole season this weekend. Yeah, as a Charles fan, I became a Carlos fan for the weekend because yeah. I, I wanted this for him. It was such an incredible drive. And he, he did so well. Mm-hmm. So he took pole position. Yeah, we're kind of lacking in actual notes for once because we were, we were so, so like into yeah. what was going on. We were so distracted by <laughs> the Ferrari passion yeah. that we didn't actually care about anything no, else this at this was, point. This was a race where the notebook was down, my phone was down, I was fully focused. I liked so there was four of us watching it together. Yeah, and every time a radio message came up, I literally saw us all sit forward. <laughs> we all leaned in like because we're all like, TV. oh my god. Oh. It must have been a lot of shouting. Oh yeah, I I do feel bad for my neighbours. But... Yeah, anytime Checo spoke, I was like, oh, shut up! <laughs> Honestly, there was a lot of I hate yous today. Yeah. So. Quite passionate, passionate for Ferrari sure, fans. For sure, for sure. And this is the race to be a passionate Ferrari fan. Yeah, so 15 of the last 20 races at Monza and mm-hmm. one from pole. Yes. Which is actually makes Monza, Paul at Monza more crucial than Paul at Monaco. That's true. So it was, that was an optimistic stat. We're like, okay. It was. It's on Carlos's side today. The other optimistic thing was the Monza curse. Yeah. Um, so every 
driver who's won the previous year DNFs the year later, which is it's happened for the last what was it five years? Yeah. So it started in so Charles won twenty nineteen. Yep. DNF'd mm-hmm. in twenty twenty, which Pierre won, mm-hmm. and then he DNF'd the next year. Yep. Which Danny Rick won. Yep. And then DNF'd the next year. Yep. And then last year Max won. So we were, you know, manifesting. We were fingers crossed for a little Max DNF. But alas. It did not come. What is it with the Red Bull that it's so like... Has anything actually broken on Max's car this entire time? I don't think so. It has not Checo's, but not Max's. Yeah. Weird. I don't know what's going on with that suspicious. car. Suspicious. Very suspicious. Red Bull's conspiracy club's back. Oh, We're back for another buckle week. Buckle up, guys. It's like... <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous because like... He gained today in the race. One thing that I did notice this weekend is Checo and Max had different rear wings. Did they? Mm-hmm. Oh. Fun fact. And yet, they both did very well. Yeah, so it clearly made no difference. No. They were maybe just trying it out. But yeah. yeah, they had different rear wings this weekend. My God. And they were both super speedy. Well, I actually have another conspiracy to add to the conspiracy oh, club. God. Now, this one's really rogue. Okay. And only those of us who like our angel numbers will be invested in this. I think Red Bull, they've got some universe believers in their team because their numbers, driver numbers. So when Daniel Ricciardo was with Max, 333. Because oh, Max was number three, yeah. Daniel Ricciardo's 33. 333. Now they have 111 because Czech was 11, Max is 1. So I think when Max loses, they'll sack Checo off because then Max will go back to three. Daniel Ricciardo goes back in the seat and they're back to three through three. That's interesting. Very. We need to remember that when the time comes that Daniel goes to Red Bull. Yeah. Because um, that day will probably come at some point. I know. I've been thinking about this the whole week. Yeah. Interesting. Right? Now, obviously, it's a really rogue conspiracy for those who are not believers. But I am a believer. It is an interesting coincidence. Very. But yeah, that, no, it's good conspiracy for the conspiracy club. Yeah, just thought I'd chuck that one in there yeah, for us. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So the start of the race, I mean, Yuki didn't even start, bless him. That's his second <sighs> did not start at Monza. That was heartbreaking to see. But he was smiling away when he was, he was in the recovery vehicle and waving to everyone. And He looked very cute in the wee seat. <laughs> but he had, what was it, an engine failure? It was, And a bit yeah. of a fire. Yeah, his car was smoking. Smoke. Yeah. And he was loitering a bit too long in it. And I was like, maybe I get know, out. I was really getting a bit concerned that Just he was still case. sat in the car. He was like, guys, my engine won't turn on. There's like smoke billowing <laughs> out the back of it. It was coming out the front as well. It was yeah. where he was, like in his face. I'm like, you can get out the car. Honest. Leave the car. It's not that It's not that important. It's get right. out. We had an aborted start. We did. But it was all over pretty quick. And then... It's the first aborted start of the season. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, our notes are a bit chaotic because we were very focused and on the edge Extremely of our seats. Extremely focused on the race. Turn one, obviously very nerve-wracking. Unbelievably nerve-wracking. Everyone got through it without touching each other. <laughs> I've never been more proud of my life. Wow. All 19 of them. <laughs> right? I know, honestly. I'm actually very impressed because I don't think we've had a term on like that yet this year. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It actually, everyone took it well and it all... And, and usually it's a little bit carnage. And Carlos and Charles had a good start. I mean, yeah, Carlos managed to stay ahead of Max, which is the important thing. I was screaming. Yeah. It was... I felt very sick before the race oh started. Oh my God. I always feel nervous. Sick. But I was on edge. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... 
Carlos. We record the few records set this weekend, but Carlos most uh, laps read by red, <laughs> most laps led by a non Red Bull car this season. Yep, a whole fourteen. 14. I know. Wonderful. Good on Good you. work. That's why he's my favorite. Yeah, it was it was good. I was glad, and he defended so well. <gasps> this guy. This was defender this was of the honestly year. Honestly, the most incredible drive I've seen this season. Like it was unbelievable. And it's been a long time coming because, as we said, he's been really consistent this season. But last weekend, his defending was on point as yeah, well. It was yeah. top notch. So, but yeah. not only did he have to hold off Max and Checo, he had his own freaking teammate to fight. Yeah. So we'll set the scene that for most of the race. We're looking at Max in first, yep. Carlos in second, yep. Checo in third, yep. Charles in fourth. Now, Charles was really within striking distance of Checo for a very long time. He was around half a second behind him at all times. And didn't really make any attempts to get in front of Checo. No. And then Checo and Carlos almost had a few Near smashes misses, into yeah. each other because um, it was a bit of aggressive driving from Checo. Very but, aggressive. You know, we all survived through it. We did. And then Checo eventually gets in front of Carlos. Yes. Because the Red Bull is super speedy. Now, Charles decides to light a fire in himself that he's got a new lease for racing and he's really ready to take on the world. The world is his oyster and the world just so happens to be his own teammate. So, like, it was probably the last 10 laps or something was just Charles trying to overtake Carlos, but almost hitting him every time. And and it was so selfish because they, if he had overtaken Checo, he could have held him off. They could have had a Ferrari 2-3, which would have been so much better for the team, but Mm -hmm. he self-servingly wanted a third so that he could get up on the podium and be the big guy that he sacrificed the race for the rest of the team. If they had DNF because Charles has smacked him into Carlos, I don't think I could actually continue being a Charles fan. I would have been so distraught. Well, do you know what? After this weekend, I've lost a lot of respect for him. I really have. Charles went out after the race um, into the pit lane and was over the pit walls speaking to fans and you could quite blatantly hear a lot of booing happening. There was a lot of booing. And if you go on Ferrari's reel about Carlos getting his P3, all the comments are slating Charles. And it did make it exciting that they did that, but it could have cost them a lot and they he almost took carlos out quite mm. a few times at the chicane yeah the first chicane he like locked up and almost took him completely out like it was really dangerous it was dangerous driving from him that chicane was lethal though for all the drivers oh my god it may have been fine in the first you know in the race start but beyond that it was chaos massive chaos everyone was fighting everyone into that <laughs> and yeah we're lucky that there was no... The only retirement was Ocon. Yeah. And we still don't know why that happened. No, I don't know why he retired. Because the TV broadcast was so focused on Ferrari <laughs> fighting each other that everything else was it disregarded. Was yeah. Like, Logan got a penalty. Do we know why? No. No, I don't know why he got because it. Because they didn't even bother to report that put no, in the TV. No, and they never even showed, like, the recap. Like, you know when people get yeah. a penalty, they show the recap. Because they never showed it. everything was on Ferrari. Because they were scrapping each other. And I don't understand why the team didn't stop that. They did say, they said, you know... Oh, they asked them to wise up. They said hold position. Oh, yeah, to I the did. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and clearly he didn't. Charles was like, no, I'm going to try and overtake him. But yeah, where was this energy when it was Checo in front of you? Right. And you were so close to being able to do it and you never bothered. It was such an achievable gap because, like I said before, he was, for the most part, under half a second behind yeah. Checo. Like, it was a DRS And because they, they had, had more speed on the straights, he could have got him. For sure. So it is he really just chose behavior. not to. 
it is very odd. And Charles was like doing his interview after and TV sat with everyone and it was just... And he was like, oh, that was such a fun race. That really reminded me of karting. Like, oh, I love it when it's like this. And even Nico Rosberg was like, mm, yeah, I'm not sure. And do you know what? If Nico Rosberg of all people... Is saying that you've got issues with your teammate. Then... Because Charles is all like, oh, we're going to go have a beer now and like laugh about yeah. it. And Nico's like, okay, sure. <laughs> right, he was getting chased out the track with pitchforks tonight. He's not just going to go and have a great meal down the bar, like... The Monza strike might not have cursed, but the Nico Rosberg strike did. Strike? Curse. Curse. Ooh. Why am I? Never mind. (laughs) I can't English today. My brain is just like so like, woo. That was such a fun race. I need to lie down. But yeah, the the old Nico Rosberg selfie curse. And you know what was in it? The Ferrari pet wall. Because we checked it before the race and we didn't read the caption or anything. We just saw it was the whole. Yeah, the whole paddock. And we were like, right, that's fine. Cool. And then afterwards we re-looked at it caption forza ferrari what's in it ferrari pet wall yeah and we're like cool now we see what happened yeah so the monza curse did not break the nico rosberg curse is stronger than the monza curse yeah so can someone pay him to start taking photos in front of red bull they must usher him away when he's there they're like no yeah yeah absolutely not never mind per i know and then yeah there was a lot happening elsewhere in the grid but we just yeah we weren't focused no because Broadcast wasn't Ferrari, focused. Like Ferrari is our team, so we were really focused on that battle. But, but the there... broadcast was seriously focused it on was, Ferrari yeah, too. Yeah. It was the front that was important this time. The other thing I have in my notes is that there were four five-second penalties. Yeah, we think so. Um, I have Logan, Lewis, George, and Oscar. Sounds about right. I think it was a lot of like pushing people off the track, not giving enough space, mm-hmm. like impeding kind of a thing. And it was all at that first chicane. Like it I'm pretty sure all time. of them were there. Except maybe Lewis and Oscar was somewhere else, I think. Because they, they were off yeah. up the up the escape route. The runoff, yeah. Lewis was a bit naughty. Yeah. With Oscar. It he was quite bad. Was. Yeah. And we were quite surprised it wasn't a ten second penalty. Mm-hmm. And he just got the five. I thought he should have gotten a ten second because he made contact with Oscar and then that forced Oscar off the track. So it ruined Oscar's race as well as Oscar was up in the points and then Oscar was no longer up in the points. And because who finished it... in the points? Mr. Hamilton. Yeah. Or Sir Hamilton. Because he had to change his front wing. Yeah, front so wing was screwed. that was a big pit stop because that obviously adds a lot more time on when you've got to unscrew the front wing, so... Yeah, per Oscar. And his post-race interview, he definitely looked like he'd been crying. Yeah. Or he'd been at least a bit upset. For he, sure. And I felt good for him. I know. I love Oscar. George also looked like he'd been crying during the post-race interview. Classic George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, he had a bit of a shocker. I mean, his penalty didn't cost him anything in the end. No. Because he was so far clear. Yeah. He was in a good spot at the end. We were kind of relying on him at the start because he was in front of Checo. Yeah. And we were kind of hoping that he might take Checo out. But no. Russell doesn't really crash into people now. I, I, he was just on the mad one last year, I think. When we needed him the most, he's <laughs> let us down. You're right. You're so right. I think he was like a little Red Bull spy last year because it was always Carlos that he took out. Hmm... So he was helping the Red Bulls last year, and now the Red Bulls are dominant, and he's conveniently not taking anyone out. Yeah. Red Bull Conspiracy Club. I mean, that's kind of the gist of the race, right? I mean, the only other thing I have written down is that a little bit more, because obviously was, we had Carlos and Charles in their team drama. That's with Lando and Oscar, and a bit of a shocker for Alpine as well. Oh, yeah. But Lando and Oscar, Lando was getting really impatient with Oscar. He was, wasn't he? And I don't, like, 
I need to look at what their their lap times were at that point. And I wish they would have played those radio messages because I'm really like I want to know what they said. Lando got really reckless. Oscar was in front of Lando, and Lando tried to, at that same chicane, that first chicane. Yeah. Lando tried to get in front of him, and did they touch? They did. Yeah, Lando hit his side pod. And it was it was pretty bad. Oscar was just getting it from all angles this he time. He was blessed. He did not have an easy race. So that was a little bit of drama, and Oscar yeah. was on not Oscar Lando was on the radio getting a bit antsy. Yeah. And then the Alpinas is just just yeah, bad, they were terrible bad. this week. They yeah they stunk up the race. Yeah. They got fifteenth and nineteenth. It was bad. Pretty brutal. It was. I mean to come nineteenth out of nineteen. Yeah. It's not the best. In the Alpine, which is a fine car. Yeah. Wasn't the most productive weekend for them. <laughs> no, so hopefully Singapore might be a bit better. Yeah, and Singapore's uh, it's a tight track, so... I'm excited. Yeah, quality kind of dictates. We're in Virgo season. As you can see, it's working out for Carlos. <laughs> and it is my birthday for the Singapore Grand Prix. Which is Which we are, stuff. we're gathering to watch it. Yeah, there's quite a group mass. of us. Even my own mother, who doesn't watch F1, she's coming for it. It's exciting. So hopefully Virgo season will be Virgoing and we'll get Fingers some Fingers crossed. Luck. Me and Carlos will be like interconnected. It's this Superman. True, mm-hmm. yeah. And I just want Oscar to have a better race. I, I love Oscar. Blessed. Next week. I know. And then everything else, because the TV wasn't really... No, it wasn't showing anyone but we the top We weren't getting theme. any info. Yeah. yeah. So we don't really know too much about we anything s- else. Because we still don't know why Esteban retired. No, I'd, I didn't even notice that he had until it was showing the grid at the end. I that's a wrong graphic, though. Because when they flashed up on the screen the second episode, the first time when they had the whole list of all the times, yeah. said Esteban retired. But then when they did the bottom graphic, like when they were yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. interviews, it said Esteban 19th. Oh. So it's like... Hmm. Never mind. So I actually, I don't know at this point. So we don't know if he DNF'd or not. But we don't know what happened. Anyone who was behind, I think the furthest back we were seeing was the sort of battle between Lewis, yeah. Lando, yeah. Albon, like that sort of middle pack. And then anyone behind that was completely disregarded. This yeah, race. for sure. You saw the hasses because they were being lapped. Yeah. And they were just sort of there vibing. Bless. But everything, yeah, the second, the back of the pack was very uneventful. Yeah. It was all happening up front for once. It was. It was actually quite exciting for a bit. It was very exciting. Exciting part of the race to be at the front. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I did. And this was my favourite race so far. And Carlos got his podium in the end. And it was wonderful. And the cheers were loud and he was happy. Yeah. I really loved when he came out and he had his hat off and he was pointing to the Ferrari Yeah. that's so cute. They did silence um, the noise of the crowd when Max and Checo got on the podium and the national anthems were playing. Yeah. Which makes me suspect there might have been a fair bit of booing. I think so. Um, well, they were booing Charles when yeah. he got up to sign hats at the end, so... Tafosi were Angry on smoke. Today. Yes. But, oh well. Carlos. Justifiably so. And Carlos laughed off everything with Charles, but... Um, he did. I would love to be a fly on the wall in that meeting. Yeah, they said they're meeting tomorrow to talk about it, so... <sighs> Netflix will be eating this up. They oh, were there yeah. this weekend. They were. Which we better go and talk. We have oh, some yeah. gossip. We do. We've got a little bit of gossip this week. So the one and only <laughs> Matea Bonotto was spotted walking into the track being filmed by Netflix. So that leads us to think that he is about to take over as Alpine's team principal. Because it was thrown. His name was the only name yeah. being thrown out to replace Otmar. Yeah. And then everyone was... But then it kind of died down and everyone's like, oh, maybe not. 
and then he was there and, and he, he was being up. followed yep and he gave Carlos a hug he did and then I saw a really great meme and it was a side by side of that you know that one picture where he's like proper shouting at Charles and yeah yeah and it was like oldest child youngest child <laughs> or something like that because well, yeah. he's giving Carlos a massive hug <laughs> this weekend best buddies he would have not been happy with the oh, the fight sure. in he, this but race. he would have stopped the fight and I think Fred just loves a little bit of chaos but I mean Fred did ask them to stop he just wasn't very passionate about but it. But then he only asked them to stop when it got to the last two laps yeah. because he wanted Charles to just, like, stay at peace and not take out Carlos. But, like, he was letting them fight before then. Yeah. So, God, Matteo Bonato Alpine. I know. Do you think he's the man that they need? I mean, I don't know if he's the man that they need, but he's the man that they want, apparently, so... Were there really no other options? <laughs> Was that it? Well, I think, because quite a lot of the team principals, they either move up through the ranks mm-hmm. of the team, so maybe they don't feel like anybody's ready to step up. they've sacked all their staff. I know. But they haven't they got can, anyone left. They kind of left really abruptly, though. Like, it was mid-season, like, they were, like... At the start of a weekend, out. was it not? Yeah, yeah. No, this news came out on the Monday, like, before the Grand Prix, so... Yeah. So that was a bit, a bit exciting. He was lurking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah been a long day i feel like the adrenaline's waiting off i woke up so early this morning and i just had to sort of Same. lie there because i was i was so anxious yeah we knew it was an important we day. did we knew it was an important and day. i had a lot riding on this because i said if uh there was a Ferrari win i would get a tattoo yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. it's not like it's much of a no you've you got know. a fair few yeah it would just be like another one on the patchwork yeah but i'll i'll go without it for a bit longer now one day i'll do it if you want to see your tattoos, you're going to have to go over to the YouTube and watch the video. Yeah. So, yeah, no Ferrari tattoo as of yet. Yep. But maybe one day. Incoming. Their next win, wherever or whenever oh, that may yeah. be, I'll do it. Hopefully soon. Singapore. Oh, true. Singapore. I don't know if the Ferraris are notoriously good at Singapore, though. Yeah, but I've got to have some hope, otherwise it's boring. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, at least have some faith. Yeah, no, you're so right. I'm being negative. Get the positivity back. Maybe the McLaren will be on the comeback. They had their small comeback and then flopped again. Yeah, now, now they're pants. Back in their flop mind. era. What can we do? Yeah. Have you got any other gossip? Was that it? Um, I mean, I think I had a little bit of Lando gossip. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All I saw was that he got a new Fiat Jolly. A long one. But he sold his other one. What? Yeah, it's gone. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's sad. Upsetting. Yeah. Okay, so he's suffering with back issues, like really severe back no issues. No way. Yeah. So he said he's been struggling a lot since the 22 season because they've changed the cars quite dramatically over the course. He's had to make a few different seats to try and see what works best for Fuck. him, but he's got really severe back pain. Oh no, that yeah. makes me really sad. And it's bound to be thrown off his performance too because obviously he's in pain. Because Lando is, you know, going to become one of the best drivers. Yeah, exactly. If that is destroyed by back issues, yeah. that's absolutely gutting. I know, a quote from him is, I wouldn't say no if we could have softer cars or something that makes the ride a bit more like it was in 2019. Yeah, the possibility of Lando being taken out by back issues and like, really hope that's not the case yeah it's so sad because he had an interview a while ago and he was talking about like the impact of this career on your mental health Mm -hmm. and he was like i've been doing this my whole life if i couldn't drive 
I don't know what else I'd do. And it's such a shame. Because you are, you've literally been building up your whole life to do this one thing. Yeah. And it's not like if you don't make it to F1, you can just pop off to like another category. If your back is... Fucked. Yeah. (laughs) You are fucked. Like that is it. Yeah. There's nothing you can do at that point. And he said that like he's tried multiple seats. So it's like definitely a big thing for him if it's like now public knowledge that he's really struggling. That's made me really sad. I know. I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's not a nice note to like, roll, like finish the podcast off. Well, I can leave it on a nice note because okay. I've just received word that Ollie Bearman won the F2 race today. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Great news. No, very exciting. That is great. Yeah. Oh, at least Our that. Ferrari Academy driver, so at least one Ferrari's on the top step at Monza today. Yeah. Joe, I still love the energy from everyone at Monza, despite... Oh, it was great. Despite the Red Bull win. The big flags that they have, unreal. Imagine being the people stuck under that flag, though. Well, but I was looking, because I was thinking about that, mm. because, like, obviously that's a bit of a shitter if you can't see anything, right? But they left gaps, so no one was under the flag. Oh. That's... Wow. Not in the grandstands, obviously, yeah. but, like, on the track, no one was under the flag. So everybody formed that's around so cool. these flags. I really would love to go to Monza. That's my one of my dream tracks. Spa, then Monza for me. We'll do it. We'll get there. We will. Eventually. In the paddock with press badges. Yeah. I don't know if I can say this, but I want to leave another bit of good news. Yes, this is such exciting news. Um, and if I... I don't know if I can say it. So no. if, it, if this doesn't make it in, then I can't... Just know there's exciting things yeah, coming. Yeah, and you'll hear about it eventually. But um, I applied a while ago to do a bit of blog writing for uh, a lovely group called Girls Across the Grid. Yes. Um, who do a lot of great stuff and run great events for women in the F1 community and the motorsport community, actually. Yeah. It's not just F1. It's the wider motorsport community. And I applied for this blog writing position um, to write about F1 Academy, and I, I got it. Woo! Soul writer for F1 Academy. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm very excited about this. I, I hadn't heard anything, so I'd kind of accepted during last week that, that I wasn't getting it, yeah. you know. I was like, the universe clearly decided this is not the right thing at mm-hmm. the moment. And then I got the email through at like 9pm yep. on Thursday night, and I was so like, exciting. oh my god. Yeah. So, very exciting. Yeah. And I'm excited as well to be getting into it. Obviously, we're coming to the end of F1 Academy's yeah, first yeah. season. But to be able to get into it for... The full swing of things. The first broadcasted season, I'm really excited about. Extremely excited. And to be a part of something that's so new, but is yeah. doing, like, making such massive steps, I'm very excited to be a part of that. Especially for a group that's empowering women. Yeah. So it's a very exciting opportunity. I so know. You'll all know well when done. I've first got my first piece out. Very exciting I've not done stuff. any blog writing yet. This is my, my new venture. Your debut. Oh my God. <laughs> Hopefully it's not awful. I've written many essays in my time for yeah. university, so maybe... It should be good. I'm excited to read it. If you don't, if I don't advertise it, then it was crap, basically. <laughs> when you see me talking about it, then it was a good one. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm so excited for hopefully you. Hopefully I can leave this in the podcast and you can all know about it. But... Fingers crossed. Eee! Well, this has been your Monza recap. Yeah, it feels like that that went really quickly, even though we've been talking for a good... Well, at least 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but we felt like we flew through that. We're just getting so good, clearly, oh, Jazz. Gosh, we're really... Look at us we're go. such expert podcast hosts now that we yeah. are, like, we've smashed it. Yeah, exactly. Too good. We're just really great at this now. Getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you yeah. next race, Singapore. Well, actually, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we will. We don't we just, see you every week. We don't just record the podcast when the race. We're here every week. Nope. So, yeah. yeah, next week. 
I don't know what we'll, we'll find something. We've got some fun ideas. We always find things. Yeah. Uh, and then Singapore after that. Very exciting. Night race. Very exciting. No, I am off to decompress after that high adrenaline. Yeah, I just need to sort of today. lie on the floor somewhere. I think, I think so. I think that's the plan of action. I'm glad we've got a week off because. Right, it's been quite full on all these. I'm going away, so. Well, that's true. Nice wee weekend off for me. Yeah, perfect. Right. Nice. Nice.